Hello, and welcome to the Boys with a Z podcast, starring Mitch McElwain, Noah Sanderson, and Joey Nelson. It's a place where we get to entertain ourselves and hopefully our listeners in the process. We're going to cover topics ranging from the arts to the farts, and we hope you enjoy our voices as much as we do. Thanks for listening. Are you guys ready? Three, two, one. I don't know I if I had a visual delay. I don't know if I had a visual delay, but here's what I got. I had a, I had a, I had a three, two, one, Joe. I had a three, two, one, Mitch. I had a three, two, one, Lord Chenzo. <laughs> That's what I got from all of you was a delayed one. Well, so, okay, yeah. good. It'll, it'll, it all works. Fix it post. Can, can I just say before we get started with this thing, I really appreciate the high technology of this podcast, how we all have to clap in order to yeah. make sure that the, the audio is synced up. I mean, that's how you really know Believe a podcast not, is on high budget. There's a, yeah. lot of, there's a lot of cast pods that don't do that. That's what's crazy. It's Taco Tuesday. It's Taco Podcast Tuesday. Yeah. I was about to say, if you say fucking Tuesday without dropping a podcast before that, fuck. Yeah. I ate two corn dogs. <laughs> Motherfucker, I got corn dogs in the freezer ready to roll. Well, yeah, just Lorchenzo, fair warning. Fair warning. Mitch is going to drop a lot of things uh, proving his affluence to us. <laughs> <laughs> throughout the throughout the cast spot it's gonna be like random it's, like yeah, oh cool like i have my own box car you know <laughs> like um guys kick it off let's do it uh I, could someone just please just for the sake Where's of it? my sanity tell me what specific day it is <sighs> see if the guest Noah? can get it let's see i don't know let's see if the guest Lorchenzo, Lerald. Well, I'll tell you. It's podcast Tuesday. It's early in the week, but it's not a waste of day. It's podcast Tuesday. Podcast Tuesday. Go ahead and smash. Thanks for tuning Guys. in. Smash that like button. Everybody's here for Podcast Tuesday. We are on. We are live, kind of. And it's Podcast Tuesday. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Smash that like button. Subscribe now. <laughs> Next caller. How you doing? Uh, Anything that, that we, we screw up, don't worry about it. We'll fix callers. it in post. Uh, visit my OnlyFans account for close-up pictures of my butthole. Yep. <laughs> um, um, yeah. <laughs> We have a guest on today, so oh, we'll just catch him up on that insider joke, uh, insider trading joke from Mitch McElwain. Um, Mitch actually does have a OnlyFans or fans only account. He has both. He will actually stop sending you nudes if you uh, yeah. pay the monthly subscription. It's yeah. a really good deal if you don't want Great a bunch deal of for nudes you. from yeah. Mitch McElwain. Great yep. beard. Uh, Hung like a true a true sailor, um, real hippopotamus down there. But uh, yeah, if you don't want those, you, if you don't want those, if I go to his Venmo and charge him ten dollars, does that mean he sends me extra? 
that that right is now? we haven't even introduced the guy yet who's even talking all right that's our Will, guest it could be anybody that's our guest lorchenzo larry excalibur mormon excalibur is his real mill name let's do it here it's lorchenzo mormonero gubblebum elmo bgl He's also DJ Larry. Elmo and MC Elmo. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence. My favorite, my personal favorite. I'm coining it tonight. Lawrence of the Labia. Lawrence yeah. of the Labia. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, Ooh. yeah. Larry Zonk. Larry Zonka Mormon. Oh, I forgot about Zonka. Zonk? I, yeah. I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. Zonk? You were Zonk for about six years. Try. Also for all six years we were in college. Also, for a for a period of time, he was known as Laryl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's Larry Mormon. So, Noah, now that I'm officially introduced, now that it's podcast number six, how many followers do you have? Oh, well, we refer to them you as can't, listeners. You can't even quantify it. They're Would listeners. you say it's quantify over it. or under five? Well, here's the deal. Know, 20? Here's the deal. We just... Maybe 30? 30? We, we just... We don't really, we don't really talk about followers and stuff like we're <laughs> Instagram, TikTok heroes. We we uh, we talk directly to our listener. So if yeah, you yeah. if this you got a story listener. Uh, throughout this, Lord Chenzo, I'm sure you'll be a return guest. Lord Chenzo, Larry, Lawrence, Zonk. Oh man, put a period on it, Noah. You know, you need to address Larry. me with all of them. <laughs> all of them every, every time. time. Continue. Oh, knew it. <laughs> oh, Larry, Lorenzo, Zonk, Lawrence. Uh, we refer to the listener Ooh, as bear. the listener. There's another one. Lair Bear. And Lair Bear. Yeah, Lair Bear. Uh, hey, everyone. Noah, tomorrow morning. Welcome to the Boys of the Z podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's go. Uh, it's, of course, me, Mitch. Here with uh, with Lord Reverend Joseph Andrew Nelson and uh, just regular old Reverend uh, <laughs> Noah um, Everett Sanderson. Yeah, it gives him something to work for. And, uh, and we're here with our previously introduced and esteemed guest, Lerald Mormon uh -huh. um, uh -huh. of, uh, of world renown. Larry, bless us with a hello here. Hi. Yep, yep. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow, same same hello we got from Timothy Puffer. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Are you happy to be here? Hi. Thanks. Thanks. Just gonna let Noah get that out of his system here. No, it's good. We're fine, I'll fix it and fucking Hey guys, you know, real real excited to be here. I've heard oh, lots of great things about this podcast. <laughs> you know you know it's Really excited to be here. Uh, I've been, you know, I actually, I've actually subscribed uh, after the first nice. podcast. Uh, the Say word got out. Again. You know, I, I live all the way down in Oklahoma, and the word got out. People know Maybe. about this podcast. Global, global. Yeah. I heard that down there is where the wind goes whipping uh, across <laughs> the plains. Is that true? Oklahoma, where the wind blows sweeping across the plains. Now there's an actual song to that, and my wife happens to know all the words. That's all going. I know. Get her going. Okay. What? Tell her to sing it. Hey, Tats! <laughs> Will you come here for a second? Point of information, uh, Lawrence. Just Lorenzo for a minute. 
Mormon refers to his so beloved loud. wife, Alex, like, as so cat. So they want you to sing the Oklahoma where the wind goes sweeping down the plane song. Will you sing it, please? Please. So Mitch McElwain had actually referenced it. And he, he doesn't even know you, and he just He's referenced it. I feel like you have to. no place you'd rather be roaming. Just give us a quick right. verse, you know? Fuck. I'm a shitty singer. You don't have to be a good singer. Just, just He just wants to hear the words. Just okay give her a nod if you want to hear the words, Mitch. There you go. Yes. See? Nice. Yes. Noah, Joey, of course. Um, let's see. It goes... Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain, and the waving wheat sure smells sweet when the wind comes right behind the rain. Hey, hey, hey. Oklahoma, every night my honey, him and I, sit alone and talk and watch the hawk making lazy circles in the sky. Woo, woo, woo. We know we belong to the land, and the land we belong to is grand. And when we say, oh, I yo yay, we're only saying you're doing fine, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, O-K-L-A-H-O-M-A, Oklahoma. Woo. Okay. Thank woo, you. Woo, Thank woo, you. Woo. Thank you. I'll be here all week and I won't quit my day job. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, Man, you. I'm off key. And I might wow. have gotten the words wrong. So I have to yeah. go on record here. As uh, for also, Noah and Mitch, would you tell Tats to shut up for live? God. <laughs> so we are in the presence of so royalty. So anyway, Larry, boys. I just wanted to talk to you about something real quick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Tuesday, yeah. yeah. All right, now we got to let you get this out, okay? Yeah, every time I try to say something <laughs> else, these boys just start talking and talking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah okay, okay. On the record, he says. Yeah. I was going to compliment the kid, but fuck it. Not going to do it now. Oh. Larry doesn't get a compliment. So anyway, uh, guys. Boys, we're in the presence of royalty. He's the absolute number one upper echelon king of kings when it comes to trolling other people. Yes. More oh, wow. people have justifiably been angry at Larry Mormon while he was laughing at them directly in their face than arguably any other human on planet Earth. Real anger, wow. too. That's, a de- that's up for debate. No, it isn't. Real anger. He's the people's champ. He champions wow. for the people. No, he's, he's, the, wow. he's the people's anti-champ. <laughs> well, <laughs> he angers the people. Larry is the first person I ever met that when you have that conversation of like, what's your favorite pro wrestler? What would you, he, he was instantly like, I want to be a heel. Mm. I want to be the bad guy. I was like, yeah, well, if the shoe fits, he's good at it. He's really good at it. We're in the press. So we got Lord Reverend. We've got Lord Reverend, because aren't you a Lord Mitchell? That's true. Yes. We've got the people's anti-champ and we've got Noah. Reverend Sir Talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Reverend Talent Noah Sanderson. There so, Larry, go. if you yeah. haven't wow. picked it up by now, Noah, refer- he's the talent. And we do have, Why would uh, anyone not listen to us? Thank you. Right. Good point. Right. We do have a bilingual crowd out there as well. There's a lot of listeners bilingual. So, la talente. See, 
<laughs> yeah, it's English and sign language. Because <laughs> it's an audio show. I yep. love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here, hey, here's how the guys, show's breaking down. Go ahead, Mitch. Tell them how the show's breaking down. No, no, down no, right. no. That's right where I was going. You, you lay it. We got Lorenzo on. We got Larry on here from Oklahoma. Thank you, Alex, for the song. We got a little interview for our guest. Everything focuses around protagonist anti-champ Larry Mormon tonight. We have a great interview. Um, I'm sure that Larry will not be afraid to take it in colorful directions. Uh, he's always been reserved, so it's really, really nice to get him out here on an open forum. Um, finally, no political things holding him back. He can just let it you know, flow with the Oklahoma wind down there. Uh, and then... After the interview, provided that we all don't have more busy things to do, mm. uh, we have a four-person script that McElwain and Mitch Michael found, uh, mm. and we don't even know what, what part we'll be playing in that script yet, but we're just going to give Larry the protagonist hero, and we're just going to support him in that script, and um, gets a chance to tell the world who he is. Get some laughs out of you, listener. Noah, on your way to work at the Noah, factory. Noah, tomorrow. Good morning, buddy. Yeah, good, good morning, Noah. Yeah, uh, I think that was a great summation uh, of, uh, of our show here. Um, and I think we should get right into it. I'm ready, ready to roll. I, I'm ready to are roll. You, Larry, are you ready to be interviewed, man? Let's do this thing, bro. Okay, all right. Larry, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Uh, I have a dog named Ella that's badgering me throughout this interview. Um, I have a wife that I've nicknamed Tats, and she can't stand it, so I call her Tats. I live in Oklahoma. Uh, I am an athletic director here in Oklahoma. Uh, I I work during the day at a middle school. I, I like to call myself a puberty crisis manager because that's a lot of what i do yep um, pbm yep yep and uh, that occupies most of my time you know work-wise and then outside of that you know uh tats and i love to travel so we like to do lots of traveling around the world anywhere anytime we we love it that's that's our that's our thing yes i believe you guys are on just for the listener uh, how many countries? Okay, well, I'm, I don't know the number. I have to list ish. them. It's, it's got to be like about five-ish. It's pretty close to ten. Uh, Lorchenzo's been to a dozen, e- easy to say a dozen countries. Him and his wife got married in another country. Larry mm. has gone on record. It was in Punta Cana. Larry has gone on record at saying it's the second best wedding he's ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? You know why it was the second best, Noah? Why is that? Because I was holding off for yours, because I know yours is going to be the best. Oh, oh. Uh, we jumped right, the gun a little bit. Larry, you were born in Iowa, technically. Yeah. Why are you a Husker fan and not a fan of one of those Iowa teams, and do you miss the mesh cutoff jerseys of the mid-90s? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, <clears throat> so, I was born technically in Sioux City, Iowa which is right over the border. Uh, but my parents lived in a town called Dakota City, Nebraska. 
there's literally a bridge that divides uh, South Sioux City, Nebraska and Sioux City, Iowa. I grew up on the Nebraska side, um, but the only major hospital in that area was in Sioux City. So we had to drive there in order for my massive head to finally, you know, <laughs> see see oxygen in the world for the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The jerseys. Uh, yeah, I mean, I liked them. I, I would be fine if they brought them back. I, I don't think that there's an athletic, as much of an athletic advantage to wearing those anymore, though. Swag. Swag all day is the athletic advantage. Um, Look good, yeah. feel good, play good. Yeah. Uh, Larry, um, it's my turn. Um, so everyone shut up. Uh, I did a little research for this one. Did a little digging. Okay. Oh. All right. So this is going to be a good one. Um, so you originally went to graduate school to pursue, let me see, I, to pursue a career as a symphony conductor, but your dreams were cut short when during a cello recital, you ruptured your annular ligament in your right elbow, yeah. as well as, let me see if I get this right, a severe, uh, as well as a, as severe tears of the medial collateral and radial collateral ligaments while suffering an evulsion fracture of the lateral epicondyle of the humerus, <laughs> rendering your conducting arm unable to sustain the necessary conductivity for any performance of note. I have this quote from your advisor at the time, a Dr. Horace Ballswax, <laughs> who said, Lerald could have been the greatest conductor since Herbert von Karajan. My question is this. What would Larry Mormon have been doing right now had you not been playing Paganini's 24th Caprice that faith- fateful night? <laughs> what would I... <laughs> Larry, don't be modest here. We know all of this happened. Hey, it's okay, man. You know, you can't... If it's too traumatic for you to talk about, dude, that's okay. I know I kind of dug deep for that one. I know how uh, how many conductors have been sidelined early on in their career. Um, but, uh, you know... I'll tell you what I would be doing if, if that wouldn't have happened. I'd probably be working at 3M in Brookings. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wow. This is interesting. Um, I gotta hop in here. It's just a, it's a quick hitter, Lair Bear. Uh, what advice would you give yourself at age 15? At 15? Um, not listen to Joey Nelson. There you go. That's a good one. Anything else? Like I said, I did a lot of research. Um, I got really excited that when I found out you were coming on and I, I found out some more tidbits of information about you. Um, so... Your first car was a 1980 Chevrolet Citation. Excuse me. Do you ever think you'll restore one, you know, just to uh, relive the old glory days? Hell yeah. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. What was your favorite part about that car? Was it the four-cylinder uh, transaxle um, or was it the hatchback? Well, hold on. Let me, uh, let me Google it first. And then I'll right. tell you it's my hard favorite part. To remember your first. <laughs> Those part. are your two options for the favorite part. <laughs> they, I tell you, you know, the I really citation had the nicest pop-up cigarette lighter I had ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, that was a good. Well, one. it uh, it was definitely the uh, the the frame was probably my favorite parts. 
Hot frame, man. Yeah. Eye popping. Eye popping frame. Yeah. Yeah. I can see. Yeah, I can see why. Quite a head turner. Larry, you're dying tomorrow. What's your last meal? You got it? There's criteria now. You have to have an app, a main course, dessert, and a drink. Uh, app is going to be um, it's going to be cheesy potatoes or mac and cheese. Okay. And then the main course is going to be You're a ribeye. You got to pick one. Is it mac and cheese or cheesy potatoes? There is no tomorrow. We're frying you, bud. Okay. Roll on too. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the cheesy potatoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then okay. steak for uh, ribeye steak, medium well. Larry, I know, I know, but the listeners don't know. Where is that ribeye steak from, baby? My man, Mahogany Steakhouse in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Larry and his wife took me to Mahogany Steakhouse and boo, baby. Dessert is probably going to be, dessert is going to be an apple pie avalanche from Milky Way uh, in Sioux Falls. Let's go. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. I, mm. And then uh, to drink, this is going to sound ridiculous, but, uh, and I don't even know what they're called, but, uh. There's a food chain called Del Taco. Have any of you guys ever heard of it? Oh yeah, yeah. of the taco. Okay, they have this. They have this drink, and it's got like these bubbles on the bottom. You got to take. You got to drink out of a wide straw. And it's got these bubbles, and the bubbles like you drink them, and they like explode in your mouth, and they're full. I'm not trying to be any sort of. Don't take it. As an innuendo, but they explode, they they blow up in your mouth, and they're like cherry cherry flavored. I really like that drink. Yeah, so they're called they're called boba sodas, Larry. I've had one at Del Taco before. A boba soda. Yeah, I really like them, Larry. Yeah, they'll even the make bubbles. them where the the little bubbles, bubbles are sprite bubbles. <laughs> so you can get like a fruit punch, pour a bunch of these little sprite bubbles in there, and chew on those suckers the whole wow. time. Wow. Yeah, it's <laughs> when it doesn't happen though. I've, I've ordered one where the bubbles didn't come through the straw, and suffice to say, no, it was very frustrating. Frustrating. <laughs> so you're saying mac and cheese, uh, ribeye from Maserati's. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. Apple pie from Milky Way, Sioux Falls, and then the Del Taco boba drink. Yep, that's that's right. That's my uh, it's probably Bingo. my last my last meal. Bingo, I'm not Bingo, big Bingo. on, I'm not really big on, uh, if if I'm gonna drink something, it's either gonna it's either gonna be something like that, or it's probably gonna be, you know, alcohol because I don't I just drink water mostly. Right. Well, Larry, I gotta let you know, man. I'm really sorry. That was supposed to be uh, I I produced this episode, but that was supposed to be. Uh, the last question that was really more of an informational statement. Um, and we, we were just kind of trying to get things together for you. Um, so, so Joey, I really wish you would have. I'll get on the boba soda before I'll you asked him. Um, is that so, place sorry. open late? Condolences, <laughs> Lair. How are your 30s going? Are you experiencing life any differently than before? Let's say any differently than your 20s. We know it's different than college. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely different. It's more painful. <laughs> I have a... <clears throat> oh, here's new news for all of you guys. I know none of you know this. Uh, I actually have a CPAP machine I have to use now. Oh, to wow. Breathe, That's so which sucks. Real? When, did, uh-huh. when did this come about? Do you got a so clean? So, here's, here's how it happened. Because uh, you guys... I think you guys know... I Well, I know... I know Joey has. Uh, I've been having a lot of migraines lately. So I went, my, my neurologist thought that I needed to do a sleep study to, to see if maybe that was the issue because I have issues breathing at night. Come to find out, I apparently stopped breathing about 14, 15 times at night. Holy crap. Um, yeah. So you're talking like twice an hour you just stop breathing while you're sleeping. And that's what wakes you up. So cheesy potatoes, not mac and cheese. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> okay. Boy, that's going to happen more a lot quicker than we thought it was. Yeah. And <laughs> getting a little a little specific for this podcast, but uh, oh, I'll fix it my, my irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> oh, so heavy butter on the cheesy potato. <laughs> <laughs> heavy butter on cheesy potato. No, it could be a good thing that it's it that means all of that stuff could be sleep. Just with better That's sleep, right. all of it could get better. Hey, Larry, if you could be in any time period, in any location, past, present, or future, when and where would you go? Guys, there's no other place I'd rather be than right here with you. (laughs) No place I'd rather be, gentlemen. I wish he would have said, like, 50 minutes from now. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Puffer said, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Nobody's surprised at that at all. So, Larry, (laughs) you're the best troll that I know personally, and one could argue the best on Earth. Okay. Um, why are you such an asshat, and how have you been good at it for so long? <clears throat> I think some of the some of that comes from my dad. I think a lot of that has to do with uh, um, sociology because I'm around a bunch of them, i.e., <laughs> you gentlemen. Mm. So, so that's why I think I've been that way so long. Kinda I don't think it was nearly as us. bad. Here's what I would say. I don't think it was nearly as bad. It's kind of like, it's kind of like starting a fire, you know, like you have the tinder and it's just kind of calm. And then, and then I meet you guys and then someone just pours gasoline on the fire and there you have, and you, the more I'm around you, it's just a steady flow of a tanker just dumping gas on the fire. But it's important to note that we didn't start the fire. It's more like, it's more like, it's not like a controlled, like the tanker comes into port. Larry, expand on your dad being the influence initially for being a smart ass and a troll and all that mess. I mean, he's kind of the same way in a lot of, I mean, yeah. Uh, and, and the weird thing is it annoys me a lot <laughs> when he's very much like me. Like it drives me nuts. You know, Joe, now that I think that we're to more of the serious part of the podcast, I think it's time that I, that I spend time reflecting on myself. <laughs> and that's why I really want to dig deep into who I am. 
That's what we're trying to do. That's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to find out who who is Larry. That's all we want to know. So that way, that way, because the reality is you have me on. So your wealth of listeners can find out who I am. 17 more people log on the video and it's like, okay, this is where we tell Larry it's an actual intervention. (laughs) There is no podcast. We picked a random episode. Yeah. Are podcasts available in Oklahoma now? (laughs) (laughs) Quick hitter. We love it. Lair, how would you explain? Okay, so athletics in general. How would you explain athletics to a caveman? Assuming, assuming, assuming the caveman speaks English, you can communicate in English to the caveman. You have to explain athletics. All right. Well, caveman really, cavemen only really know hunting, sleeping in a cave, and fire theoretically. So I would explain it setting uh, your prey on fire. Competition. <laughs> okay. So who's... Joey, Joey so and Mitch's who's... response, identical. Shocker. <laughs> that surprisingly is uh, by far easily the number one answer for trying to explain something to a caveman yeah yeah you nailed uh, it wow that was good it's sadly way better than anybody else <laughs> yeah so far that's actually the best answer we've gotten for the caveman and conundrum. it actually makes yeah. sense you, you're saying like hey who can cook their food the best out of all of you caveman who can start the best fire out of all of you caveman larry it fucking kills me to say it larry wins yeah um, let me just, let me just reference, uh, my research notes here. Um, let me see. Okay. Um, so what is it like being a captain in the merchant Marines? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first off, Mitch, I really want to take a moment to tell you how much <clears throat> I appreciate how, much you dug into my past. Uh, you know, I've done lots and lots of podcasts. I, I, uh... We, we got to find this Larry that Mitch found on the internet. So, you know, I, I, do, the, I do the podcast circuit. You know, I, I, I do what yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 And, uh, you know, transporting cargo and passengers... <laughs> During uh, peacetime, as a merchant marine, I tell you what, uh, it gets lonely. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. Larry, if you were not in your current line of work, what would you have picked? What would you have chosen if it was entirely up to you? That was funny. You mean other than than being uh, working at 3 a.m. in Brookings? Because I kind of already answered that question. A good podcast host would pay attention to their guests. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not a good podcast host. That's the anti-podcast. That's right. You're the engineer. That's why we clap when we start. Host. He's one of the top three. Yeah. And this is an yeah, this is an anti-podcast. Shut your fucking mouth, Larry. All right. Well, I mean, okay. So second choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm other than working at 3M, choice. 
probably would want to be uh, a good guess would have known a, I was trying to dig a little there. Probably probably would want to be a teacher's assistant at a high school in Yankton. It's probably what I'd want to do. <laughs> you know why? Hold on. Ask me, Mitch. Ask me why. <laughs> why Uh-oh. is that, Larry? Because because math's too hard. <laughs> Uh, actually, guys, if you don't mind, I, I have a, another question listed here that I think just kind of goes hand in hand with this topic. Um, you, Larry, I know this for a fact, by the way. I didn't have to research this. Uh, you, <laughs> I'm sure. you are close, personal friends of local Seattle rapist Macklemore. What is he like behind the music? <clears throat> well, it's really... That's crazy that you knew that. You know what? Do you all, do you know how we met? I do. I do know exactly. You guys met at a concert. Yeah, Lair, How did you meet Macklemore? Basically, what happened is he uh, he was performing. This was back in like 2008. So he hadn't really, you know, thrift shop wasn't out. None of that stuff had come out uh, yet. But he was performing, and and I still remember thinking, God, this guy is wild because he had costumes that he would wear from one oh, song wow. to the next. He was hilarious. And then in the middle, towards the end of his set, he said, he got on the mic and he said, hey, did you guys know that Nate Dog is here tonight? And, you know, everybody, all 25 people in the crowd looked around and were like, okay. And then he said, do any of you know the song Regulators by Nate Dog and Warren G? And I was like, Pfft. Yeah, I'm standing next to Larry going, ooh, 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 he does, he does. He looked right at me and he said, you're Nate Dog," And then he started rapping the song and then every time Nate Dog's part came up, he stuck the microphone in my face and, and then I did that part. So. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember being there and he said, that's the only person that claimed to know the song that actually came up on stage and did it. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Talking elementary school. Uh, so, okay. So I remember, I, I, I think my mom still actually has it. Growing up, I, I actually wanted to be a Nebraska football player was one thing. And then I wanted to be a doctor. But then I got older and realized how much school is behind being a doctor. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And then I, just, and then I decided to go where the money's at and became yep. uh, a teacher. Yeah, sold out. Yeah. God dang it, Larry. Yep. Yep. Lair Bear, is a hot dog a sandwich? Why or why not? No. Because in sandwiches, the bread has to be split apart. And in a hot dog, the bread is attached. So the minute that hot dog bun splits, it becomes a sandwich? Sure. <laughs> Actually, no, it just becomes a flawed hot dog. So is Larry. a sandwich a flawed hot dog? Philly cheesesteak, same piece of bread. No, no, it's not a flawed hot dog because it wasn't intended that way. They're all good answers. A flawed dog, flawed, flawed dog. All 50 states. Can you name them all? Go. 
No, just kidding. No, but my my wife can name them all in oh, alphabetical in of, order. She, she had a school. She had one of those fancy hey, schools where you learn Larry, the song. Larry, if you could just go ahead and bring your wife in here, I think we would rather interview her. She can fucking <laughs> sing. She knows a bunch of shit. So just go ahead. Yeah. There's your portion. You did great, bud. Your portion of the interview is done. Let's go awesome get job. Get we, cats in here. Now uh, we need to fix it and post and fix ratings. Yeah. Yeah, and then as soon as he gets off... And we edit this. Let's cut all of his part. No, it's Larry. Right. If you could, here, if you could get rid of any state, which one, and why? Get rid of any state from the United States. Oh. Larry's going through his rolodex of states right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's looking up all the numbers to all the uh. states that he knows. Noah, Larry's about to have an IBS migraine if he keeps exerting himself. <laughs> Obviously, uh, North Dakota, but what other state? Yeah, that's a good one. I would say North Dakota's a really good one. It's a, and the reason why would be it's just a crap hole. Not that South Dakota's a whole lot better, but it's definitely oh, better than uh, North Dakota. So would you want to absorb North Dakota and call it Dakota or just gouge out of the atlas and say you're Canada south canada now. that's a good question gee thanks larry uh north dakota would be a much better state if it was absorbed by south dakota i mean it would just instantly become much right. better but it but would that's, dilute that's definitely, the great state of south dakota right so that's why i think that you know it'd probably be best if you could like mark and cut off a huge chunk of it i mean you could probably keep uh Grand Forks and Fargo, but yeah, Bismarck gotta go. Sorry guys. Yeah. Gotta go. Gotta go. That place is a dump. It's Sioux City <laughs> reincarnate. So is that is North Dakota the the state you'd get rid of? I think so, yeah. Hey Larry, let let me get this thing back on track, okay? Uh back to a little bit of research. When you were younger, uh you spent two weeks at a NASA space camp at Cape Canaveral. Tell me, why have you never gone back to Florida? Well, it was the incident. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about, Larry. Boy, well, <clears throat> so it was a family trip. Yeah. And uh, your whole family it was spent a family two trip. weeks at NASA space camp at Cape Canaveral. <laughs> How much did that cost? Well, so the the trip was a family trip, but. I actually was stuck at NASA space camp and it was, uh, you know, was it because of the lack of gravity? <laughs> Bingo. Larry, tell us something none of us could possibly know about you. All right. Uh, it's, uh, I have a, uh, my wife and I have a advent calendar. So far it's, oh, so it's far we old. can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> So far, it's a, it's a, uh, it's an advent calendar for um, frisky things to do once a day. Oh, all right, okay. Larry, what was t what was today's? What well, we have we haven't done today yet. I, I what was yesterday's? I got home uh, yesterday. Uh. <laughs> sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
can you give us uh, just a taste of some of them? I have genuinely. Well, you want me to just go get the calendar? Yeah. You hear that, single single listener? Do you hear that? Hey, script canceled. It's fucking. This is okay. It. So here's uh, here's number one, day one. Uh, it's called. Uh, it says whether you've been a good or bad, whether you've been good or bad this year. You both will be getting gifts tonight. Ladies, show Santa just what you've what a naughty girl you've been and twerk on that thing. Let's go. Okay. That's number one. How'd that go? Was that was that good? Uh for who? <laughs> <laughs> yep. For me, yeah. Uh the next I have one's a feeling called this is like a nine to one ratio advent calendar. We all band. used to dance for a living to pay the bills. It's not a big deal. It's called so number two is she 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 just walked in. She sees I'm sharing this with you guys, and she's not a big fan. <laughs> this is very pro guy. There is so you called it. Joey called it. Oh, perfect. Yes, it's very pro guy. Most things in the world are, unfortunately. It's called Rudolph. It says, "You will even say he grows." <laughs> guys love the rear view this position brings, and boys, don't forget to tame that reindeer and pull her hair. I like it. Mission accomplished. Okay. Uh, three is called the wise man and it says forget the frankincense mirror and gold the only gift needed is something to tie those hands with ladies you're in charge tonight so make your man howl louder than the baby Jesus as you slowly bounce up and down on the D <laughs> that one's pretty right in your Let's face go. like this is what you're doing yeah I mean that's <clears throat> Next question. What would your perfect murder weapon be and why? Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what it's called. What's what's the chemical they used in uh, Breaking Bad? Meth. <laughs> no. <laughs> Blue no. meth, 99.6 percentile. <laughs> no, there's some, there's some chemical he uses to, to kill so someone. So that's your answer? The, the whatever chemical in Breaking Bad. I'm trying to think of what it's called. It looks like you're trying to Google it. <laughs> yeah, that too. I thought it was chloroform. <laughs> no, it's not chloroform. Chloroform is shit that's supposed to put you to sleep, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I can't find it. I don't know what it's called, but it's what he uses in Breaking Bad. And the reason I would use it is because it's undetectable. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> we ask... What is the murder weapon of choice that you would use? And it's an undetectable one. <laughs> Are you friends with Timothy Robert Puffer? This is pissing me off. Listen, 16 ounce pounder, Bud Lattes. Fucking turd. Don't do it for me. <laughs> Finish the question, Joe. 16-ounce pounder Bud Lattes in regards to facilitating intoxication. Useful or useless? Useless, duh. They don't do it for me. It's the best. Mitchell doesn't know the story. Drop him. All right, so I don't, I, I, I don't remember which one of the two of you or if both of you were with me, but we were, we were at uh, that gas station in Madison, South Dakota our senior year, and... Uh, Deal. It's Madison. We were living in the tool liquor, shed, and it doesn't matter because they rejected us on a sponsorship.
<laughs> and uh, we walked in there, and uh, I think it was Mitch said, "Hey, you know they got these they got these pounders here for sale. They're like I don't know. It was like a bunch of them for a, a real low price." And I was like, "Man, I don't know, man. I don't really want to drink those." And he was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Ah, eh, they don't. You know, they don't really do it for me." And and Mitch kind of looked at me and he goes, what do you mean? What do you mean they don't do it for you? And I was like, eh, they don't really get me that tipsy. And he was like, what? And so as is tradition when the tool shed, anytime you say anything that anytime you give a feeling about yeah. something, you're going to get ripped for right. it. Case in point, case in point, the day that Noah walked into the tool shed and looked at both of us dead serious and said he can't stand it when someone tells them about how poisonous a daddy long legs is and how they're uh, the most poisonous spider in the world, but they don't have fangs. Still pisses me off. Drove it's just nuts. rhetoric. So the moment he left the house, Mitch and I got on his computer and made daddy long legs his, his MSN profile name, his background <laughs> on his computer. I mean, we, did, <laughs> we put a picture of a daddy long legs on his computer. Um, as is tradition at the tool shed, anytime you said something and gave any sort of serious feeling on anything, you were getting ripped yep. for it. So. All right. We're getting into this script now. Everybody load that script up. This is Stung by D.M. Larson. The uh, characters are June, played by Joey. H Hank. Hank, played by Larry. Um. Don will be played by Noah, and Molly will be played by me. So, Larry, you are Hank. Noah, you are Don. Don comes in much later on. Um, and uh, so the uh, this is in a field during the day stung. A woman, June, screams. She is on the ground holding her foot. She shakes her leg and screams some more. Ah! Hank runs out to see what's wrong. What happened? I got stung by a bee on top of my foot. Let me see. June flops down and holds up her foot. Okay, let me get the stinger out. I hear if you can get it out without squeezing the little venom bag... Then it won't hurt as much. Awa, awa, awa. Get it out. <laughs> June is shaking her foot. Hold still. June tries to stop struggling. Hank carefully gets it with one finger. There. But it still hurts. She shakes her foot at him. Hank struggles and then holds her legs still again and looks. Looks like there's a bit of a stinger in there still. Well, would you get it out then? I'm going to need tweezers or something. Get some tweezers. Okay, okay. Hank runs off. <laughs> Various people can walk by and try to ignore June and make gestures and faces if desired. Oh, I, I don't think I was supposed to read that part. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, wa <laughs> Molly walks by and... <laughs> We're all making faces. <laughs> Molly walks by and sees June on her back moaning and holding her foot in the air. Oh, you okay? Nope. Can I help? I don't know. 
Tell me what's wrong and I'll see what I can do. I got stung by bees. How did you get stung? Well, I stopped to smell the roses. What? You know how they tell you to stop and smell the roses. They? Well, sometimes you hear that. You do? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Never mind. Do bees' stings make people cranky? <laughs> yes. Oh, so why were you barefoot? Well, it was because I wanted to be one with nature. I love the nature. June starts ripping at the grass and flowers and throws them in the air. We, uh, we, we, ouch! June has hurt her hand now. What happened? Well, you see here that nature gave me some more good love and thorns. June sucks on her thumb. Nature doesn't love you back. Well, what did I ever do to nature? I tried to be on the good. I tried to leave a small carbon footprint. And I even have a hybrid car. It is a Volvo. <laughs> I use the recycled toilet paper. Recycled toilet paper? Nice. Sorry, but that just sounds gross. It is just the recycled paper. It wasn't used in the toilet before. Like, there's no bomb bomb on the side of paper. Well, <laughs> at least I don't think so. Oh, now I don't feel so good. Well, don't you like the potty talk? Not really. Poop scares me. Well, that is too bad because I think you stepped in some shitties. Uh, nature strikes again. See ya. <laughs> Molly exits and drags her foot shoe on the ground trying to get some poop off. June sighs. A little old man, Don, shuffles out. June ignores him. <laughs> Don pokes her with his walking stick slash cane. Hey! Hey, you! Get off my lawn! Well, sorry, this is your lawn. Yeah! Mm, get off! But it is that I cannot walk. I am what is injured. She holds her foot up to Don. He gets out his glasses and looks at her foot closely. He smells something bad and backs away. Wow! That's quite a goddamn stink! Mister, that is not my foot. See, some of the dogs, they done pooped in your lawn. Dagnabbit! Darn frickin' plenty of effing <laughs> dogs all around here trying to chew every goddamn some son of a bitch and beer's a buck cheaper down the street. That is such terrible language in front of a lady. Oh, you're <laughs> just a god! Dang, worn down, 1970s, lived too long, frickin' flower child, goddamn, come down here, Yankee hippie. Uh, you rip up my flowers? Um, ah, you hippies ain't got no respect for property. It is time for you to listen to me. Don't get all worked up now, <laughs> see? Don is... Don grabs his chest and falls on top of No, June. no, no. Read <laughs> no, that verbatim. Read, read that it verbatim. It Don is <laughs> Read it grabs. verbatim. Don is grab Don is grabs his chest and falls on top of June. I feel like I Listen, feel like June people. should have been the narrator. <laughs> Don, Don is grabs his chest and falls on top of June. He got worked up. Hank runs back in with tweezers. I got the Hank sees old man on top of June. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure the tweezers can remove that. Get him <laughs> off! 
picks up Don and struggles with him and ends up falling and having Don on top of him. June looks and holds up her foot. Can one of you please get the torn out now, please? Molly crosses the stage, dragging her foot. Poo! Hate the smell of poo! Lights fade to black. Fiend. Wonderful. Poo! Noah, you're a little swashbuckling redneck whatever. Fantastic. Stung by DM Larson. Larry, how are you able to play that part without practice? You're a natural. You're a natural. I may have to bring June back at another. Oh yeah, I liked June. Day. I liked June a lot. She was, she was fun. June's a good. I tell you what, June I think. Was fun. I think after last episode, actually after next episode. Fix <laughs> <laughs> it and post. Blair Bear, story time. All right. Lay it on. So, I was mentioning earlier that. Uh, that I had gone to Greece uh, with my wife. It's been about almost. It's been about a now, year Larry, and a half now. Now, Larry, is that the Broadway and, play uh, uh, or the movie? <laughs> he, he, he's. <laughs> that took a minute, but I, I got you. I went to Greece. It was a high school production <laughs> down at <laughs> Norman <Sarah>. High. <laughs> So, my wife and I went to Greece, the country. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> there we go. And, uh, and so, we took a ferry to this secluded island. Uh, and we were with two other, two other travel companions, another couple. Um, and uh, so, we went to this island called Eos, I-O-S. It's in the, it's in the middle of nowhere amongst the Caribbean uh, Grecian islands. Um, and so I noticed, um, you know, we were there for about two days and I noticed on the very beginning of the first day that I had a lot of gas and I was like, huh, whatever. And it had just, it didn't smell like the average, you know, too. It, it had something a little special to it. And, um, so we went to the beach cause our hotel was like right on the beach. So we went to the beach, we sat down, we hung out for a little while. And, um, so we get up from the beach and the, my buddy of mine, he looks at me and he goes, dude, you, I think you sat in something. And I was like, what? And I looked at my shorts and I was like, oh boy. So I didn't think much of it. It's like, whatever. Go back to the hotel. And I tell my wife, I think that came out of my butt. And, uh, and as you know, I have a irritable bowel syndrome, like I mentioned earlier. And, um, so, uh, didn't, I, I was really embarrassed about it at the time. Like just absolutely humiliated. I, I don't get embarrassed by a whole lot, but that definitely embarrassed me at the time. Uh, and so, you know, I cleaned up. Well, what was said discharge? What? Was it fecal matter or was it, it was blood? blood? Was it? It was blood. It was nasty scented blood. Oofa. And uh, so anyway, then uh, we decided to uh, go on a little road trip on the island because we had rented a, 
a car to go, you know, drive about. And so we did that. And then on the way back, I finally just said, guys, I got, I talked to my wife and I was like, I'm, I got, we got to tell them cause I got to go to the, I got to go to a doctor cause it was getting worse. I had to like, <laughs> I had to sit with a tissue paper lodged up there just to keep it from it's the man pond right man pond nope. but for a real yep. man pond real yeah i finally told them guys we gotta go i gotta go see a doctor and i told them what was going on they were cool with it so there's only one doctor mind you again it's a secluded island in the middle of nowhere and uh this guy is a doctor and also runs an airbnb oh no <laughs> And they're all housed in the dad, same building. And his name is uh, Dr. Giannis. And uh, so... I hope he was like a doctor of education or something. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. yeah, so he... Uh, so we go in there. And uh, we talk to him and tell him what's going on. And, and he's like, okay. And I was like, well, what's the insurance situation? He goes, no need for insurance. You're good. You're good. Okay. Uh, how much is this gonna cost? Ah, don't. don't it, it. Not much. It's be okay. It's. It's fine. And so he hikes me up on the table, and has me lay sideways. You know, so my cheeks are exposed. Has me drop my drawers. My cheeks are exposed. My wife's standing there about four or five feet away, and uh, he looks up in there and digs around. And he goes, Ah, yep, I see the problem. And he takes about four or five steps to his left. And mind you, I can't see him because I'm facing the other way. And he grabs something, he walks back, and then he opens up my cheek. And I felt the absolute worst pain. I mean, I almost jumped oh, off of, of, the, uh, of the bench. And this dude cut out a hemorrhoid out of my butthole and then showed it to me. Put it like right in front of my face. What the fuck? Wait, without warning? He didn't say, this is what I'm going to do? Nope, no warning. Nope, he just took the scalpel and bang. No Novocaine or any kind of... Nope. Literary. And then after Literary, there, you know, what his, you know what his suggestion was? His suggestion was, drink lots of water, eat lots of fruits and vegetables. And as I'm walking, I mean, like, I'm walking gingerly. It hurts to sit. And he's like, walk normally. Walk normally. You're okay. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Easy for you to say. Huh? So did he, did he suture you up nope. or anything? Nope. In fact, I ended up having to come back the very next day. Larry, look in the camera. Larry, say. look. You're a Spartan now. <laughs> you fucking thought, made it. Uh, that's not where I thought you were going to go with that. I, I thought you were going to say, Larry, look at my face. You are a survivor. <laughs> a sur and a survivor. Well... Back here in the woke industry, you'd be a survivor, but you're a Spartan. You were in Greece, and someone just did surgery on you without any local antihistamine or whatever the fuck that my, shit's called. My favorite part is telling Larry to walk normally. Like, easy for you yeah. to say, cowboy. Yeah, it's like his coach or something. You just got beaned with a ball. Hey, walk it off! Walk yeah. normally! You know, Don't rub right. it. Yeah. Don't rub it. Don't rub your 300 body. euros later, I walked out of there. One, one hemorrhoid less. You know what? It surprises me, Larry, knowing you as well as I do, that 
you didn't, and obviously under the circumstances, maybe it's not as easy, but if that would have happened to you in America on like a Thursday afternoon, you would have been like, I'm not paying you shit. You didn't ask me. You didn't tell me. You didn't, because you're usually the first one to raise a little hell when things are a little crooked. Yeah, but here's the thing. It wouldn't have cost 300 euros. It would have been like probably exchange rate at, like that's like 450 American dollars and it would have cost $4,500 and he would have had to hit his deductible of 500. So it would have been, well, what I'm saying is it surprised me that he didn't just give him the old bird. So the fact that he just did his job, did what he needed to do, told you, and then charged you. Is that how you take care of it? He didn't tell him shit. I I (laughs) don't think that that's how you're supposed to do it. I don't know. That's our best. That's our best instance. See, Mitch, I think this doctor did a really good job of going from A to Z. But poor Larry had... That's how Nolan... The doctor missed B to Y and everything in between. He said, got a hemorrhoid, took out hemorrhoid. Yeah, I just... uh, I was was curious if he's still in business. And according to uh, LonelyPlanet.com, Dr. Giannis Kalafis is still in business in EOS to this day. You know? Housing people, cutting hemorrhoids out, and housing people in his Airbnb. Like a swab (laughs) of goo or jelly or something? Like. Lidocaine or something? Nope. Nope. Lair, I thought you were actually putting us on. And then. You you can imagine the the horror on my wife's face as she stands, oh, no more than six feet away and watches all of this. Well, a lot of that was the fact that she was staring at Larry Mormon's butthole. Larry, I thought you were I thought you were putting us on. I honestly thought you were That's gonna be that's gonna be Christmas Day on the Advent calendar. <laughs> Merry Christmas, baby. Thanks for listening to Boys with a Z podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Stay tuned for new episodes coming soon. Like, you know, as often as we make them.